You're tuned into Reviving the Stylist, a business podcast for hairstylists looking to build a dream career that creates financial freedom and flexibility. I'm your host, Kristen Lumiere, and as a stylist, I've had my share of successes. Building a successful six plus figure business working only three days a week while being able to prioritize my family, travel, and buy my dream home. I know it doesn't sound easy, but if you put in the work, I guarantee you'll see results. No matter what your goals are, I'm super stoked that you're here so I can help you crush them. Let's start today's episode. So last week, I really went over kind of my journey from being a hobby hairstylist to a stylist that actually takes their career seriously in the very beginning stages of my career as an independent educator. Now, of course, there's a lot of things that happened in between that story. My story is just, I mean, all of our stories are so vast and so long. There's so many details that if I was really to recount everything that happened in the last 11 years in my career or even my life, it would take a whole heck of a lot longer than 15 to 20 minutes. And episodes for me, I love the ones that are short, impactful, give me a look into that person's life. and deliver me value that I need right then instead of trying to drag it out into a super long episode. I just can't stand it. I have to do it like here in and out. Like this is what you need. I'm not going to like add a whole bunch of fluff in there. It's going to be transparent as all heck. And we're going to like push forward and we're going to achieve your goals. Like that is my goal for every single one of these podcast episodes is delivering that like fast, information that is going to bring you value right now. Now, of course, this is my personal and professional story. So this is a little bit different. And I really just kind of wanted to do it because I have so many people asking how I became what I am today and how I got there. And this is just kind of like some steps. Now, every single journey is completely unique. What works for me isn't necessarily going to work for the next person, but what works for me could also work for someone else, you know? So my journey is completely unique, how I came into education and being an educator and being the sole income of my household. That was something that wasn't necessarily planned. It just happened. And it happened because when I moved to Austin, I decided to booth rent instead of being a commission stylist. And I decided this because when we first moved to Austin, my husband and I, we talked and we we're like, you know what? We have like, you know, our son and we're moving to a new place. We're gonna have all these expenses. He luckily got a job right away. So we're really thankful about that. And I, you know, wanted to start working as soon as possible. So I think we moved in February and I started working in April, but I had a period of time where I had, we saved enough money and I was able to go back to California for a week each month and basically make an entire month's worth of income because I would double book people and I split like booth rent with someone. So I was able to make a whole lot of money during that period of time. So that way I could soften my transition to working in Texas. And my husband and I, we had like really extensive conversations about me being a commission stylist first. So that way I could build my clientele. And then once my clientele was built, I then could go independent and start renting a salon suite. Because when I was in California, I would rent a salon suite and I actually had like three chairs. It was really nice. It was big and I really loved it. So when we moved, that was the original plan. That was the original goal. 
I went around and I interviewed at a whole bunch of salons and there was one that I really, really loved. And I went back there in Austin and I interviewed a second time and I went in and I did a color and, you know, basically the salon was open to me working there. They wanted me to work there. They wanted like one more interview, but there's something about that salon that made me, I would say, self-conscious. And it was weird because I'm really confident in my skills at that point. This is five years ago, of course. And I was like, you know what? I want to, you know, possibly work here. But there was something in me that was like, you know, it just doesn't feel right. I shouldn't feel self-conscious, like thinking that all these other stylists are better than I am. And that's exactly how I felt. I felt like the young blood, like just out of beauty school. And that's not what I was. I was already a really well-known colorist in Vista. I had a really large clientele. I had a huge list of people on my wait list. I was someone who knew what they were doing, but the salon that I was interviewing at made me feel like I was basically not bottom of the barrel, but I was like, didn't really know that much. And I didn't like that. So there was a time where I had a conversation with Tyler, my husband, and I was like, you know what? I, I want to start booth renting. I know that we talked about me working at a commission salon, making a stable paycheck that helped me build my clientele. And then I'll start booth renting again, or I'll start, you know, with a salon suite. But it's just, it doesn't feel right. I can build my clientele quickly. I'm almost certain of it. At this time, I had barely any followers on Instagram. I think I had like under 10,000. And of course, all of my followers were in California. They weren't in Texas. So I was starting completely from scratch all the way over square one. And that made Tyler nervous because we were counting on that income of mine to be able to split at least half of the bills. And the salon that I interviewed at wanted me to, that wanted me to work there, they had like a huge clientele and a big wait list. And I would have filled up so fast and all these things, at least that's, you know, what I think might have happened. Now, of course that maybe wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't know because that's not the route that I went originally, but Tyler and I, we argued about it for a while. Cause I was like this, I, I know how to build a clientele. I can go out and hand my card out. I can market myself on Instagram. I can do all kinds of stuff and I can build my clientele fast. And I know I can. I believe in my work ethic. I believe in myself. And I know that I am really driven and I am going to do this. And of course, coming from someone else, it's not that he didn't necessarily trust me, but he was worried because we have a nine-month-old and you know, we're going to have to work it in a way that I'm going to be able to be home with our son or he's going to be able to be home with our son because we couldn't afford daycare at that time. I think it was like over $1,000 a month to be able to send my son to school just on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I needed to be able to keep a flexible schedule. So that way we had like that time where he was working, I was with my son or I was working and he was with our son. And that was kind of a struggle because we weren't really able to spend much time together. 
but we did get through it. And after about four weeks of me working behind the chair, my income completely boomed. I went from making like maybe three or $400 a day to like nine plus hundred dollars a day working just one day behind the chair. And my husband and I, we talked again, like we had a conversation and he was like, you're really great at what you do. And I see so much potential in you, but you're not going to be able to reach that potential unless you're able to give it 100%. And I want to be able to do that for you. So I'm going to quit my job and I want you to focus fully on your career so you can 100% thrive in this. So he decided, we decided that He was going to become a stay-at-home dad and take care of our son, and I was going to fully invest myself in my career. And that was the single biggest decision that got me to the place where I am today, and I'm so thankful for it because he believed in me, and he pushed me when I needed to be pushed to make those big leaps in my career. And once that happened, I opened up a double salon suite. I hired an assistant. At one point, I had two assistants. I was making anywhere from $1,500 to $3,200 a day behind the chair, and I worked three days a week. And that is all because I had the drive, I had the passion, but also we made that hard decision with you know my husband and myself. We made that hard decision that he was going to sacrifice his career. So that way I could really thrive and be at the top of mine. And I am so thankful for him for it because if he didn't do that, I don't know honestly where I would be. Maybe I would still be a hairstylist behind the chair and just doing booth rents and just working, you know, when I possibly could, or maybe I wouldn't even necessarily be a hairstylist behind the chair. Maybe I'd just be a stay-at-home mom. And that, first of all, would be incredible. That's what I wanted for the longest period of time. I loved, love, still love being home with my kids. Now, I do think that I'd possibly go insane because being a stay-at-home mom is so hard. Oh my gosh. Hardest job ever. Um, Being a stay-at-home dad, hardest job ever. It's the single most (laughs) difficult job in the entire world, and I don't care what anyone else says, being a stay-at-home parent is basically like being on like a bomb squad because children are crazy and they constantly are trying to kill themselves. This is something that I've realized. And when you have another one, then they're constantly trying to like fight each other. It's seriously like Mortal Kombat at my house every single day. And... (laughs) Although it's hilarious, it still drives me absolutely insane. Though, of course, I love my kids and I love, you know, my husband. Yeah, that was kind of where things changed. And that was where I was able to really kind of come into my own power. I was able to come into my own power and I was able to create this career that I loved And then 2020 happened and we had COVID, we had pandemic, all this craziness. And I knew that something like needed to change. I was tired of slaving away behind the chair and I wanted to really focus on education. So I created something called the Lumiere Lab. And if you listen to episode 10, then I talk a little bit about the Lumiere Lab. I also talk about kind of my principles when it comes to lived in color. So definitely give that episode a listen because it is great. It's called The Biggest Myth Hairstylists Believe. You definitely want to give that one a listen. But I decided at that point, I was really tired of working in Austin. I was tired of like being around 
a bunch of people. Like I knew that I needed to transition away. So I created the Lumiere Lab. And when I launched it, it had over 500 students enroll. I made basically my entire income that I would make in an entire year. I made it in just six days. And I knew that was the point where I was like, you know what? I'm supposed to be an educator. I'm not supposed to be a hairstylist behind the chair. I'm supposed to be an educator. This is what I love. This is what I want to do. So I completely stopped being a behind the chair stylist. And I started to create another online program called Revive, which is my business course. It's a 16-week business course for independent stylists. And it teaches you everything you need from ground to growth. So basically your foundations all the way to possibly being a salon owner, having an assistant program, all different types of stuff, making more money, marketing, everything is in that course. It is such, such, such a good, good, good course. And if you'd like more information about either Revive or Lumiere Lab, I will link in this episode both of the wait lists. So you can get on the wait list for either one of those, or you can just check either both of them out. So when I created those courses. And when I finished with my second and third launch of Lumiere Lab, I decided I was going to build out an education space, which had been my dream and my goal for years. But originally I thought I wanted to have a hair salon. And instead of that being my goal during the pandemic, it changed. I was like, I'm supposed to be an educator. So I created Lumiere House. I bought a building in downtown Texas. It was dilapidated. It was like crazy. If you go to my Instagram, you can see a highlight on there. It says my space. And that is going to show you the full transformation of Lumiere house from before to after. It is insane. And I was able to go purchase this building completely like deconstruct it from the inside and create Lumiere house. And that's kind of where things are at now. That's where I'm at. I'm an educator in Bastrop, Texas. I am thriving right now. I have a complete educational tour happening this year where I'm teaching technical and business education all around the U.S. I'm actually about to go and teach on main stage at Euphora Global 2022, and I am so stoked about it. I get to teach on main stage and I also get to teach an incredible presentation to a more intimate group of stylists. So I can't wait to be in San Diego. I'm actually going to be going, I think in two weeks and this episode may air after I go, but I'm going to be there from April 1st all the way to the 6th. And I'm so stoked about it. But if you would like to see a little bit more information about my tour or anything like that and possibly join, you can go to my website, which is www.kristenlumiere.com. It has all the information there. Plus, I have some pretty incredible freebies. And if you need any of those like little free support materials, definitely go there and check it out. Anyway, I hope that you have enjoyed part one and part two of my journey. It has been really fun kind of recanting and going over like some details, not necessarily going too, too crazy deep into anything, but going over kind of a little bit of my journey and how I transitioned and what helped me really propel myself in my career. So hope you enjoy it and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today on Reviving the Stylist. 
If something really resonated with you during this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, and let me know what you love most. Don't forget to also send it to a friend so that way they can reap the incredible things from this episode too and leave me a rating and review. I'd also absolutely just love to connect with you outside of the show too. So you can find me on Instagram at kristen.lumiere. That's L-U-M-I-E-R-E or my website, kristenlumiere.com. And before I go, I just want to leave you with one reminder. It isn't about living to work. It's about working to live. And that is my goal for you, friend, because you deserve it. I'll see you on the next one.